0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 28, 2017. I'm Caleb Brown. 100 is a big round number. Yep. But why is that number used to judge the early portion of a president's term? Gene Healy, vice president at the Cato Institute, argues that to use 100 days to see how well a president gets what he wants rests somewhat on the notion that the other branches just roll over.
1: The 100 Days idea was a sort of dictatorial metaphor right from the start. You know, it, it comes into the U.S. presidential lexicon in 1933 with FDR and the Great Depression and journalists. But, but it's actually from uh, European history. Uh, journalists likened FDR's legislative onsla- onslaught in the uh, First New Deal to Napoleon Bonaparte's uh, breakout from Elba and subsequent three-month rampage across uh, Europe ending at Waterloo. Uh, So that's where the metaphor comes from. And uh, since uh, 1933, uh, most presidents have been judged in their first 100 days on whether they got a lot of uh, big, uh, tumultuous things done. Uh, And by that standard, uh, you know, Trump's first 100 days have been quite a bit less dramatic, which is mostly a good thing.
0: Yeah, we use this notion of 100 days as as far as a president trying to ram through uh his programs, uh especially typically one big program that that uh sometimes gets done in the first 100 days and as you noted it it seems like a uh you know, if if that's the measure of success, Congress may not be doing its job.
1: Yeah, I think you have to look at uh, before you you just weigh up and uh, count by count uh, count the number of big things a president's done in his first hundred days. It's important to uh, evaluate what he actually wants to do, and uh, you know, in the modern era, you know, we most presidents don't get. Major initiatives passed in their first hundred days. The exceptions seem to be in times of emergency. Uh, you know, Trump's predecessor Obama with the seven hundred eighty-seven billion dollars stimulus package in the midst of a, of financial crisis. So, judging presidents by that metric is, is sort of you know. Wishing there was a crisis, the you know one of those good crises that that won't go to to waste, as Rahm Emanuel put it uh, in Obama's first term. Uh, I don't think it's a. It's Trump is right when he uh, he he recently co- tweeted out that it was a ridiculous standard. On the other hand, he's kind of right for the the wrong reasons. They put out this uh, breathless press press release yesterday. Uh, you know, sort of puffing the resume, uh, 100 days of historic accomplishments. And among their accomplishments are, well, he, uh, he signed more, he issued more executive orders than uh, Obama did in, the, uh, in his first 100 days and that he, he signed, quote, a slew of legislation. So they're willing to be measured by, by volume. They're just puffing the resume, but it, it's a bogus standard.
0: So what uh do you believe or fear that uh President Trump has learned in these 100 days?
1: For the for the rest of us, uh, you know, one of the good things uh that's it's not a bad thing right that the uh that other branches have uh shown that separation of powers still has some life. It's not a bad thing that uh some of his executive orders such as the uh uh a Sanctuary Cities order that was struck down yesterday have run into trouble in the courts. Um, you know, the, the original 100 days didn't work out that, that great for uh, Napoleon in France, so maybe less drama, less, less uh, tumult, uh, the better. Um, what does worry me, though, is that uh, what, what Trump is learning, uh, which he should have known before, that being president— is uh, not like running a business or a reality show. You can't just say you're fired to Congress and the courts. Uh, there are other actors uh, on, it, on the home front uh, that have their own powers, and they won't les- necessarily let you do what you want. But the one area of American government where uh, the president's powers approach strongman status— uh, the status that Trump sometimes seems to aspire to—that area is where the president's actually the most dangerous, and that's military power. Uh, the uh, there's two times that uh, in, in the first hundred days when uh, the pundit class has hailed Trump as presidential. The first was in a, the address he gave to Congress, where he he didn't do such a bad job, uh, by most accounts. Uh, And the second time was uh, the uh, airstrike on Syria on April 6th. Fareed uh, Zakaria, CNN, actually famously said that the day after uh, Trump launched those 59 Tomahawk missiles at a Syrian airfield said, I think Donald Trump became the president of the United States last night. So – if that's right and if we're counting from April 6, he he should have another 77 more days uh to to uh in his 100 days if he didn't really become president until he started blowing stuff up. You know, it's a it's a strange standard uh to judge presidents by how much transformational legislation they get passed in their first 100 days. But it's even more perverse to say that You're not really president until you start launching missiles, Um, and the you know widespread media accolades that Trump uh, got for this uh, drive-by tomahawking of Syria uh, really ought to worry us. You know, uh, Fareed Zakaria actually, uh, and he said this in a meeting, it in a positive way that uh, the airstrikes were quote, a kind of education of Donald Trump. He was learning that he he didn't need to go to a pesky Congress every time he wanted to use military force. Well, that's a bad lesson to learn. And if you have, uh, you know, all presidents cra- crave uh, respect and popularity. And if our political culture is sending the message that uh, one way you get that is by, uh ordering the use of military force, uh, Congress be damned, uh, that sets up some really bad incentives because, as I said, uh, getting things done on the home front, as Trump is, has learned in the first 100 days, isn't so easy. It can be frustrating. The one area of uh, the job where the power matches the responsibility is uh, in waging war abroad. And that can be pretty tempting uh, for a beleaguered president uh, who wants to get his approval ratings out of the 40s. So uh, 100 days is coming to a close, but I I think there are uh, dangers up ahead.
0: Gene Healy is a vice president at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.